Hello and welcome to the Undead Wookie Podcast, episode 32, Wrestling Horror Movies. The Undead Wookie is a fortnightly-ish podcast focusing on horror and sci-fi, but there will be times where we dip into other genres because here at the Undead Wookie, our nerdiness knows no bounds. Hello and welcome back. I am your host, Hugh Lloyd, and like I said, this is episode 32, Wrestling Horror Movies. Now, originally, this was going to be our Get Out episode, but we hit a few technical snags, and, uh, well, unfortunately, we're going to have to put that off, but we will be getting to that very, very, very soon, and the powerful Mr. Winston will be right by my side. So... On this episode, I'm going to take this opportunity to indulge in one of my guilty pleasures, and that's pro wrestling. And what better way to make pro wrestling better than to combine it with one of my other great passions, and that's horror movies. So we're going to be looking at three specific wrestling horror movies, but there may come a time where we come back to this particular subgenre because obviously we want to cover lots of those great, great Blue Demon movies, uh, the, the Lucha Libre uh, wrestling horror movies, which I'm a big, big, big fan of, but there wasn't enough time to get through all of those. So we're going to be looking at three more recent uh, horror movies. And first, we're going to look at Pro Wrestlers vs. Zombies from 2014. Then we're going to get straight into the action with... Monsters Brawl from 2011. And then to finish up, we have the gargantuan slasher movie from 2006, WrestleManiac. So, without further ado, let's jump into the trailer for Wrestlers vs. Zombies. We got a private gig. And they want you. Who the fuck wants a private gig in an empty prison? As of tomorrow, you've bought yourself a franchise for one more night.
Okay, <laughs> that was the trailer for Wrestlers vs. Zombies. And I think that is quite possibly the loudest trailer um, I've ever played on the show because it's nearly burst my eardrums as I've listened to it uh, via my headphones. <laughs> right, um, Wrestlers vs. Zombies is a 2014 film. It was written and directed by Cody Knotts. It starred the legendary Rowdy Roddy Piper. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Matt Hardy, his wife Rebby Sky, Shane the Franchise Douglas, Adrian Fisher, Taya Parker, Shannon M. Hart, Ashton Hammerhurst, Michael Chickowitz, uh, Matthew Rush, Thomas Rodman, and Kurt Angle in a guest appearance. Now, it's. It, this is a bit of a difficult one because there are, you know, nobody ever goes out to make a bad film. However, um, I think it's fair to say that at times this film is somewhat of an incoherent mess. <laughs> it's not the greatest um, of editing. It's very, very choppy. You can't always tell what's going on, um, particularly the scenes um, in the night um, it's got. I mean, it's a very, very basic story uh, where you have uh, you know, you've arrest your, your professional wrestlers um, uh, versus a, a horde of the undead, and it's all brought about because Shane, the franchise Douglas, decides that he is going to kill his love rival in the ring, and uh, the brother of said professional wrestler decides that he is going to resurrect the dead in order to have his vengeance and uh, manages to arrange a private match in a prison. And honestly, that is pretty much the plot. Um, Night of the Living Dead, this is not. Um, it is very, very simple. Um, you know, when you look at the cast, they, they are clearly not actors. Um in terms of the wrestlers, with the exception of Rowdy Roddy Piper, who is head and tails above everybody else. Next to him um, is, you know, you've got Hacksaw Jim Duggan, which I thoroughly thought, I really enjoyed his part in this, you know. Uh, and there he is with his famous uh, two-by-four, you know, smashing lumps out of people. It is very, very, very low budget, and it is very, very rough. And it runs at approximately an hour and 30 minutes, um, and at times, it really does drag its feet. Um, it's nice, it's great to see people like Kurt Angle pop up for a sort of for a very brief cameo. Um, and it's if you're a fan of professional wrestling, you'll get a kick out of seeing Matt Hardy, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and Rowdy Roddy Piper on screen. Um, I think it's really sad to see Piper in this because he is far better than the material that he is given because actually, you know, he is a decent actor. Um, and I don't want to run this film down because, it, you know, nobody ever sets out to make a bad film. And Cody Knotts, the, um, the director, clearly um, poured a lot of his time, a lot of his love into this film, but unfortunately it does get away from them. Um... And is this a great example of a wrestling horror movie? Well, it's got zombies, it's got wrestlers, but there's nothing particularly frightening about it. Um, there's lots of sort of um, low-grade gore effects. Um, 
but none of it's particularly well executed. Um, and in terms of plot, direction, editing, um, the soundtrack is pretty good. It's not too bad. It's very punk. It's very raw. Um, it's very loud. It's very, very loud. Um, Shane Douglas's acting is at times horrific. Um, and this is because they, you know, essentially they are playing extensions of their own characters. Um, but for an hour and 30 minutes, it's, it, it, it does not hold up at all. Um, and I would give this a score of two, two out of 10. I'll have to give it a two out of ten. I'm really, really sorry. And those both both marks are for you know for Piper, who um, deserves better. The rowdy one deserves better. So that, ladies and gentlemen, is wrestlers versus zombies. <laughs> okay. Up next, we are going to be looking at Monsters Brawl. Let's check out the trailer. <laughs> They've been out there for centuries, lurking in the shadows, rotting in our stories and myths, and buried in our nightmares. For the time will come when monsters will shape the fortunes of all. Good evening, monster fans in Canada, Newfoundland, and the United States of America. Dave Foley, Art Hindle, Robert Maillet, Kevin Nash, Jimmy Hart, Herb Dean, Jason Brown, featuring Cyclops, The Mummy, Lady Vampire, Zombie Man, Witch Bitch, Swamp Gut, Werewolf, Frankenstein. Eight legendary monsters from around the world summoned to the ring to determine the most powerful monster of all time. The ultimate fight of the living dead. He's gotta throw everything at this fat son of a bitch! Monster Brawl. Anyone who watches Monster Brawl is going home in a body bag. Okay, that was the trailer for Monsters Brawl from 2011. Uh, Monsters Brawl was directed by Jesse Thomas Cook. It was written by Jason David Brown, and the story and script were by Jesse Thomas Cook. It stars Dave Foley, Art Hindle, uh, Robert Melee, uh, Jimmy Hart. That's Jimmy Mouth of the House, uh, Mouth of the House, Mouth of the House, Mouth of the South. Jimmy Hart. Um, MMA referee Herb Dean. Most fans of the UFC will recognize Herb. Uh, of course, Kevin Nash of uh, WWE fame, of NWO fame. Um, it has the voice of Lance Henriksen as the voice of God. Um, Jason, da- Jason David Brown, um, RJ Skinner, uh, Rico Montana, Courtney Rush, Kelly Couture, uh, Jason Delane, Ari Millen, uh, John Geddes, Matt Griffin, Matt Wiley, Jesse Thomas Cook, and, you know, it goes on because what they tend to do in this, they use the same characters over and over again just in heavy prosthetics. 
Um, the story for this is quite simple. You've got eight classic monsters who fight to the death in an explosive wrestling tournament set inside an abandoned, cursed graveyard. Um, now, the cast for this is is very is pretty good. It's re- it's very very strong. Um, you've got Dave Foley, who um, is you know lots of people remember him from uh, A Bug's Life. Uh, as the voice of Flick, and he's excellent as the commentary in this. Uh, so is Art Hindle as uh, Sasquatch Sid. <laughs> um, he's, you know, again, you know, he is a well-known character actor. I mean, he's got 157 credits to his name. Um, you know, he he's a very, very good actor. Um, and, of course, you've got Rob, uh, Robert Malliard. Uh, people remember him from... Um, his run as Kurgan in the WWE, but lots of people will uh, also recognize him from. Um, he was in. Uh, he played one of the heavies in one of the Sherlock Holmes mo- movies. I can't remember which one it is now off the top of my head. Um, he was in The Strain recently. He plays Sardou. Um, he's done loads. Um, he was in Hercules with The Rock. Uh, Percy Jackson. He's pretty much a go-to guy when you need a massively imposing monster. Um, you've got, so like I said, you've got Herb Dean, which is a bit of a, a bit of a bizarre cameo, actually. Um, and he's not very good. <laughs> uh, you and again, you've got Kevin Nash, who plays Colonel Crookshank. Now, for me, what sets this one aside is, in terms of storyline, it's pretty much um, an undead sort of WrestleMania, really, um, where, the, like I said, the classic monsters are pitted against each other, and, you know, the the match takes place in front of your eyes, so you end up with, like, Wolfman versus Frankenstein, and, you know, and if you're a fan of pro wrestling, you will really get a kick out of seeing these guys beat lumps out of each other. Um, what is also really, really good is Lance Henriksen's voiceover um, as the voice of God. He gives this sort of uh, Mortal Kombat-esque um, narration to each of the matches, which is great. And there's lots of silliness in it. At no point is this film, does it take itself seriously? Um, the little vignettes are quite interesting. Again, it's very, very low budget, but they make do with what they've got. Um, and they get straight to the action, which is which is okay. And I mean, you know, essentially you're watching sort of um, indie circuit wrestlers, you know, with a few um, with a few named guys working, you know, just working through simple simple matches. But it is quite, like I said, it's fun to watch. Um, you know, these the mummy take on uh, the character of Witch Bitch at the beginning of this, and or you know, or Cyclops, sorry, taking on uh, Witch Bitch, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's very very silly. It's a lot of fun. Jimmy Hart is Jimmy Hart, and he brings as always um, a level of energy to whatever he does. Uh, it, it I, I enjoyed this film immensely. Uh, it's very very silly. Um, again. It does kind of sort of drag a little bit. I mean, it's an, again, it's an hour and 30. Um, if they had cut it out and sped up a few moments and added a few bits here and there, it could have been really, really, you know, there could have been a lot more. And I think it would have um, certainly fallen into the realms of cult classic. But it does come up short. Um, like I said, I enjoyed it. Um, for me to see uh, it's here, you know, uh, Lance Henriksen saying, you know, uh, 
Frankenstein wins by brain stomp. It's uh, <laughs> it's you know it, it's it's silly. It's irreverent. It's got some good gore effects. It's got some excellent prosthetic work on this film. Um, the some of the. Uh, some of the, the sort of characters that you know that that play the sort of um, the lady vampire etc they don't really bring an awful lot um to the game in terms of acting but they make up for it because they get straight down to business um it is a really really you know it's really enjoyable and if you know, if you're a fan of pro wrestling, again, you'll get a kick out of seeing these guys on screen doing what they do. Um, but is this a film or is it just a series of vignettes put together? Um, I, it, it, it's, it's a series of vignettes put together and a series of matches. Uh, so, so you get a couple headliners and a couple of jobbers, you know, just just working through basic stuff. Uh, just happened to be in Monster Masks. And that essentially is it. It, like I said, in parts it does drag. It could have been edited a lot quicker, but I enjoyed it, and I would give this a three point five out of ten. Now, up next, we have got WrestleManiac from two thousand and six. Let's check out the trailer. <laughs> We are going to make history. We're making a film. What got you into amateur porn? Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the ghost town. Sangre de Dios, the blood of Christ. It's where they put El Mascarado after he gouged a man's eyes out with his bare hands. Who? Best Mexican wrestler of all time. And action! Okay, that was the trailer for WrestleManiac from 2006. Uh, this film was directed by Jesse Baggett and written uh, written by Jesse Baggett. It stars Adam Huss, 
uh, Jeremy Radden, uh, Leila Milani, uh, Margaret Scarborough, Catherine uh, Rifford, uh, Zach Bennett, Erwin Keyes, uh, Rey Mysterio Sr., not Junior, Rey Mysterio Sr. as El Mascarado, and Fred Tascoro as El Mascarado. Um, this is out of the out of the films that we've sort of looked at. This is your more classic slasher horror movie, and I've got to say, I was thoroughly I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I I didn't think I was going to. Um, it follows very very much um, your slasher motif. It does have that feel of um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre to it, with the setting, um, with the way in which El Mascarado. Uh, kills his victims um, and essentially what you've got is um, you've got a van uh, full of young people uh, heading down to Mexico to make an adult snuggling movie unfortunately they run into El Mascarado the crazed Mexican luchador who kills his victims by ripping their face off um, this is a this is a great this is a really good slasher film and it has some really great kills in it. It's got some great gore in it. Um, you know, there's some really nice little there's some nice little touches. Um, if you look around the place, uh, around the set and things, for example, one building has uh, Voorhees written across it, which is obviously a, a nod to Jason. I think Jeremy Radin as Steve gives a really really good performance. Um, some of you may remember him from the Terence Malick film, um, The New World. Um, it's, it, it, like I said, it follows the tried and trusted method of the stalk and kill. Um, but instead of a knife, you've got, uh, you have a wrestle, you know, El Luchador, um, uh, Rey Mysterio Sr. essentially just pulling people's faces off with his bare hands. Um, this is a you know out of the three it's got a more coherent story it's well shot it's well directed um i mean i do think adam huss's performance is gets a little bit great in but then that's what his character is there for it works really really well and i was really really surprised that i enjoyed it as much as i did um it leaves it nicely open for a sequel uh which still hasn't surfaced and may never may never surface but i think it's an interesting character to be able to take on um and the the setting um and the the whole the whole film actually works really really well for, and it is and it fits nicely into that slasher mold and if this this film had been made i think in the 80s or maybe in the 90s we'd be calling on this as a sem uh, you know as possible a classic of the genre but it does, you know, as with all low-budget films, it does sort of um, struggle in some areas. In, uh, however, one of the things that I do think was... The, it, it runs at about 70 minutes or 79 minutes, which um, doesn't feel like... It feels a lot shorter, and they keep the pace of the film up, um, which is a bonus. Uh, they, um, the... The difficulty is, I think, with you know, it, this could have worked much, much better as a short film as opposed to a feature. Um, but I really, really enjoyed this film. It is a, it's well worth looking at. If you, you know, like you know, as I've said with the other two, if you love your pro wrestling, you love your horror, put the two together. It is a fantastic combination. Um, and like I said, uh, in El Mascarado, I really would like to see more of him. Um, it could have quite easily spun off into a franchise. Um, 
I would score this one, um, I'd give it a 5 out of 10. And it's worth a look at. It is, um, I think you can pick it up on DVD for like two, three pound now. Um, I'm not sure if it's available on Amazon Prime or anything, but it, you know, if it's there and you want to kill, you know, got an hour or so to kill, it's well worth it. Now, before we wrap up our feature reviews about (coughs) wrestling in horror, I mean, like I said, this is something that we'll probably go back to and uh, touch on in far more detail. Um, But here's a couple of films that I think are well worth a look if, um, and these are films that feature a wrestler either in the lead or have cameos um, that um, really have some kind of impact in it. And of course, you know, the first two that jump to mind um, most recently anyway are the See No Evil films with uh, Kane. Now, we covered See No Evil 1 here and I will be covering See No Evil 2 very, very soon. Um, of course, you've got um, Hell Comes to Frogtown, which I reviewed. And They Live, which we will be doing a feature review. And, of course, that stars the legendary Rowdy One, Rowdy Roddy Piper. You've then got Plan 9 from Outer Space, which stars Todd Johnson. Now, you know, pretty much I'm talking to the converted here, but, of course, Plan 9 from Outer Space is the legendary Ed Wood movie. And um, Todd Johnson plays the police detective in that. It's just... <laughs> it's just... Um, it's wonderful to see. Um, you know, he is... <laughs> To see he struggles in the part is an understand, but he's it's just, it's well worth it just to see him there. It's it, it's outstanding. It's absolutely outstanding. I love uh, Plan Nine from Outer Space. The other one is Santa Slay, uh, starring Bill Goldberg. Now here's an interesting one. This is Rob Zombie's Devil's Reject, and Diamond Dallas Page pops up in a cameo in the film, and he's excellent. He's really, really good in that, and uh, we'll be coming back to Devil's Reject and House of a Thousand Corpses at some point. And, uh, hey, what kind of horror show would we be if we did not mention Leprechaun Origins starring Hornswoggle? Um, and I will be covering that at some point as well, but it's worth having a look at. Now, for me, coming up, which is one film that uh, might be worth having a look at, is a wrestling... I haven't got an awful lot of information about this, but it's due for release in the spring-summer of 2018, um, and it's called Parts Unknown, um, and it looks quite interesting. There's, there's pl- there was some information up on bloodydisgusting.com, um, so it looks... It, it looks quite fascinating. It looks quite fascinating. So get yourselves over there and have a look at that. It, you know, it's uh, it seems to be carrying on the trend for wrestling and horror movies. Now, of course, um, we need to mention at least one um, luchador movie, and of course, that for me, it would be the classic uh, Santo contra los zombies or Santo versus the zombies. Now, this is from. Um, I think it's 1960, ooh, 1969. I'm going to say 1969. I think I'm probably wrong. No, 1961, actually. And um, it's brilliant. It's pulpy. It's silly. It's cheesy. And, of course, it stars the legendary El Santo. Um, El Santo was a Max Luchador and he, he he did loads and loads and loads of films. Um, very, very similar to Blue Demon. Um, um, real name, strangely enough, was Rodolfo Guzman Huerta. Um, but yeah, if you get a chance to check out any of the Santo movies, they're brilliant. They're really, really brilliant. Um, and um, yeah, that kind of wraps up um, 
our wrestling in horror feature, but we will be coming back to this at some point. So I hope we've given you just a little bit of a flavour on this one. Now, let's dive into What the Wookiee Watched. So up first on What the Wookiee Watched, we have got Batman Gotham by Gaslight, released in 2018. Let's check out the trailer. in this town preying on poor women and the Gotham police stand twiddling their thumbs. Your evening attire, sir. That was not the suit. I need Alfred. I mean to rid Gotham of the Ripper. He's a skilled hunter and he's just getting started. You're studying me. You're a fascinating subject. I'm not just another pretty face. Bruce Wayne, you are under arrest. You can't imagine I'm actually the Ripper. The deluxe suite. I need to get out of here. Gotham needs the Batman. Every moment puts women in danger. This is an absolute belter. Once again, Warner Brothers um, animated and DC animation. It is absolutely brilliant. It's a really, really good adaptation of the comic book. Um, it's basically Batman set in an alternative Victorian age. Um, you've got Batman versus Jack the Ripper. Um this is a really, really interesting dark, uh, take on the Dark Knight. It's got some really, really gory scenes. It's got some really interesting twists. There's some fantastic Victorian steampunky spins put on certain characters. Um, I mean, this is directed uh, by Sam Liu. Uh, it was written by James King and Brian Augustine. It's got the voice work of Bruce Greenwood, uh, Jennifer Carpenter, Chris Cox, John DiMaggio and Anthony Head of Buffy fame pops up as Alfred the Butler. Um, I really, really enjoyed this. Um, I can't, I, I really wouldn't want to give away too much about this um, because it would genuinely spoil it. And we usually are too fussed about spoilers on here, but I think it's something that uh, you should watch. And I would give this a 7.5 out of 10. <laughs> Okay, up next, we have got, from 2014, VHS Forever, Psychotronic People. Let's check out the trailer.
Okay, this is... i got to say, I really love that trailer. I really, really did. It's really evocative. Um, it brings back great memories of the video shop. This is a fantastic documentary. And, of course, we are talking VHS Forever Psychotronic People from 2014. Uh, it's written and directed by Darren J. Perry and Mark Williams. This is a brilliant look at the early days of VHS and the sort of the resulting um, lunacy that um, was the the video nasty scare, um, and it you know it, what what I love about this documentary it sort of shows the uh, one the sort of the hypocrisy of the whole uh, the whole scandal, the love of uh, VHS that's still out there um, and the nostalgia vibe that this just watching this brought back to me and sort of helped me because um, I've never really you know it helped me sort of it, it sort of not helped me I think it kind of sort of reinforces uh, my love of horror and where it came from back to my roots and sort of thinking about going to sort of um, going into the video shop and sort of uh, walking past the horror section and I remember the day actually um when they started pulling the titles out to some of the video stores. Um, yeah, it's really, really evocative, and it's great because you get to see some fantastic um, pre-certs uh, of certain movies. So you get to see the zombie flesh eaters before the pre-certification of it. Uh, you get to see the evil dead before that. Um, you get to see uh, Cannibal Holocaust, Cannibal Ferox, all of these, you know, all of these sort of so-called video nasties. Um all there in their sort of gritty VHS glory. And I think sometimes to really appreciate those type of films, you need to see it in those sort of formats. Um, the other thing I love about this film is it talks to people who genuinely love the genre, genuinely obsessed um, with VHS. And it's just, it is a really, it's well worth it. It's a great, great, great documentary. Um it's honestly, I can't, I can't praise it enough, um, and I'd give it about an eight out of ten. It, no, in fact, not about. It is an eight out of ten. So go and watch this. Um, you can watch it on Amazon Prime. It is brilliant. I really, really enjoyed it, and there's lots of larger than life characters. So, like I said, eight out of ten. That's VHS uh, Forever, the Psychotronic People from 2014. Okay, up next we have got from 1984. Blast Fighter. Let's check out the trailer. Are you Tiger Shark? You hit him once more, and I swear I'll destroy you. You have no proof. <laughs> I'm a son of a bitch. He wants to be left alone. I don't try just to hit him. Shoot to kill. I'll take care of that. My brother started it all. Hi, Tig. I'm sorry for what they did. Me too, Tom. But I always pay my debts. Why? There's just no answer to violence. Look, I know it's all you've been doing for the last eight years, but think about it. The consequences? No! No, no! Daddy! 
You know what this means. There's only one way you're going to stop Tiger now. Kill him. Or else he's going to rip us all apart. One by one. Yes, that is, I love that trailer. That is a fantastic, fantastic trailer. Um, as you probably gathered, um, this is a slice of Italian B-movie Gorgonzola gold dust. This is Lamberto Bava's 1984 action movie, Blast Fighter. Um, of course, like I just said, directed by Lamberto Bava, um, and it was written by Lamberto Bava. Um, it stars Michael Sopkov, uh, Valentina Forte, uh, George Eastman. Um, this is a insane film. Um, I absolutely adore this film. It is completely bonkers. Um <laughs> in wonderfully 80s Italian fashion. It's got a fantastic score by Fabio Frizzi. Um, bizarrely, everybody, you know, I don't know why the Italians did this, but um, everybody work was working under assumed names. But uh, it, like I said, it's a Lamberto Bava film. Lamberto Bava, of course, is famous for Demons. And I think next to Demons, this is his best film. Um it has this brilliant sort of synthy Fabio Frizzi score. And then it's also got this bizarre country and Western ballad that keeps popping up throughout the entire film. Um, it's incredibly violent. Um, <laughs> you know, it, this film combines first blood, um, deliverance um, and southern comfort. Um, it's... Um, it it's very very silly. Um, it takes itself incredibly seriously. It has um, you know quite possibly the most ridiculous uh, weapon of all time, where it can you know the shotgun that our lead character Tiger Shark has can fire grenades and gas and you I mean it is like the Swiss Army knife of guns. It is incredible. Um, it is um, an insane film. The, <laughs> you know, it's, you, you don't, his, his sort of um, Tiger Sharks, uh, or Tiger Sharp, sorry, um, his, his daughter appears, um, which is Valentina Forte. Um, and you don't actually realise it's his daughter till about five minutes and ten minutes until after she's appeared. It is absolutely Bonkers. I mean, so much so, it was originally supposed to be some kind of... It was going to be a sci-fi film. Um, but due to sort of complications, they just completely scrapped that. Um, and they wrote a new script, and it's, it's, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, 
the the gun that he carries uh, is a Spass 12 shotgun. I don't know if that means anything to anyone out there. I'm sure Angry Man from Retro uh, from Retro Cinema, he's a bit of a gun nut. He'll know exactly what it is. Um, the country ballad um, performed in the film by Tommy Baby uh, was actually written by the Bee Gees. Bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. Um, but this is a great, it's a great, silly, silly film. Um, originally, um, Lucio Fulci was going to direct, um, which, I, how, that would have been fantastic, just to see Fulci get his hands on something like this. Um, it probably would have come across as something very similar to his other movie, Contraband. Um, but Blast Fighter from 1984 is like I say, it is a brilliant, brilliant slice of uh, Italian B-movie Gorgonzola. Um, Don't expect uh, Academy Award-winning acting. Um, Expect ridiculously gratuitous violence and a plot that makes no sense. But go into it, absolutely, thoroughly enjoy it. um, There's a Blu-ray transfer out there that's absolutely fantastic. Um, you can also find it on YouTube as well, if you look in certain places. Um, but yeah, get yourselves out there and watch it. It's one of Tarantino's favourite films, but you hate, you know, that's not a bad thing. So like I said, how, what would I give this? How do I score Blast Fighter? I mean, I think realistically, I think if you were looking at it with uh, objective eyes, I would say it's possibly maybe a 5, 6 out of 10. But in my head, this is like a 7.5. It's a great film. It's a great, great film. So just get out there and watch it. And that was Blast Fighter from 1984. So, ladies and gents, our time together draws to an end. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this one. A slightly shorter episode because obviously I wanted to make sure that I wasn't rattling on at you guys um, because obviously hearing my voice would probably uh, bore you to tears. But particularly talking about wrestling horror movies because I know that isn't everybody's bag. But I love it. So it was my opportunity that uh, uh, to do it and I'm sure I'll be coming back to it at some point in time. As always, I want to say a massive, massive thank you to everybody who has followed the show on and listened um on soundcloud on on itunes listen guys if you could get out there and you could write us uh, some five star reviews that would really really help spread the word and uh, give us a little bit more exposure on itunes also get yourselves over to our soundcloud let us know that you know you're listening over there you can also uh listen on uh, yeah i think that that's where you can listen of course i'm just talking rubbish now um but follow us on facebook uh at twitter at the undead wookie you can follow us on instagram at the undead wookie 1980 honestly guys i am always always humbled and blown away by all the love um that we got out there as always i want to give some very very special shout outs uh, first of all get yourselves over to etsy to luna blue magical gifts um you know, it's uh, for all your sort of uh, your magical and witchy and fae type stuff. 
get yourselves over there. It's a great, it's a great little store. Um, my wife uh, has crafted some incredible handmade pieces on there. It is one. It's a really, really lovely store. So get yourselves over to Etsy and have a look at Luna Blue Magical Gifts. Um, as always, I want to give a big shout out to my glamorously gothy gal pal, CL Raven, and you can catch them over at Vitalize Radio and at uh, Raven's Retreat, and you can find them on Twitter and Instagram and over at Etsy at their store. So get yourselves over to them. Um, my man Blake over at Spivey Point on Twitter. Just just a really, really genuinely lovely, nice guy. Uh, my man CJ over at VHS Revival. Um, again, brilliant, brilliant blog. Uh, well worth coming over. Clever and insightful. Uh, my man Paul, uh, Mr. Schlock Horror. You guys will remember him from our Aussie episode and from our Zombie Holocaust episode. Great guy. Absolutely love him to pieces. And a brilliant, brilliant blog really really good blog um and of course i want to say hello to gidget von larue and angry man over at retro cinema um of course oh, you know what kind of a show would this be if i don't give a big shout out to peter nielsen daryl and joel over at retro movie geek um big shout out to you guys absolutely love the show really 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 the marathon man episode was excellent as always, um, I want to say hello to Jay the Dead, Wolfman Josh, and Dr. Shock Dave Becker over at the Horror Movie Podcast. And if I've missed anybody out, please, uh, you know, give me a shout and say, hey, why haven't you given us a shout out on Twitter? You know, let me know. I'm always happy to interact. Uh, my man over at Instagram on uh, Alt Movies. I um, hope you enjoy this episode. Um, I know it's not what we originally planned, but we're going to be getting back to that and... Uh, by the time this is released, we will already have the Get Out episode in the bag. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. And in the immortal words of Count Duckula, good night out there, whatever you are. Mm-hmm.